guest. Her name is Terry Schnaubelt. You might not know her name, but you probably know her voice if you're somebody like me that likes to listen to books rather than read books. Because I'm not on the subway anymore, so I now I just kind of like sit around and listen to a book because it used to be I would hold a book and it was exciting to read it, but then I discovered the world of audiobooks and I was like, why should I do the work when someone else is, is already doing it for me? Mm-hmm. Terry, thank you so much for joining us. I'm really excited to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Okay, so it's a double reason. Like, first of all, I'm very interested in the world of book reading, of course. But I'm even more interested because I found out that you're going to be reading my book. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which makes me wonder, why didn't you want to read your own book? I auditioned to read my book. (laughs) Okay, I've, I've done some voiceovers. Mostly I've been in radio almost 20 years, but you, right. and I, you and I both know the whole idea of what you do is very different from what I do. Yes. You are, you are acting with your voice, right? I Thank mean, you. you. Yes. You, you, you have a way of taking a word, one word, and putting all of this behind it and under it where you're just, it, you put all this emotion and there's one word and then you sort of feel something. I, I don't have any of that. I don't know. You speak pretty passionately. And I think that's part of it is being able to tap into, especially when you're doing nonfiction, which can get dry, um, Mm. tap into the author's passion. So clearly you are a very passionate person. So it's my job to to figure that out just by reading what you wrote and then, you know, imparting some of your passion into it when I read it. Okay, that's good. I'm happy to hear that. That's good because I think it's gonna it's gonna be awesome. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, so I, they had said to me, "Do you want to read your book?" And I was like, well, "Of course I do. Please, I wrote it. I'm in radio. It seems right. perfect." They said, "Well, you know, you're gonna have to audition to read your own book." So Anthony, wow. and, I, Anthony and I made a little <laughs> audition tape. I actually auditioned reading a piece of my own book, mm-hmm. and it was almost like I hit send. And it just, the minute they got it, they literally wrote back and said, uh, Terry Schnaubelt's going to read your book. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, so maybe they just set you up. They were like, well, we're going to get a professional to read it. And we'll just, you know, humor Cooper and let her send an audition. Right? Did you get that feeling? Yes, uh, 100%. Yes. Or, or, or they opened it, or they were kind enough at least to listen to it and go, oh, isn't she cute thinking that's anything that we would ever want to hire? <laughs> right. That's so, I mean, funny. listen, listen, I've never read a book for a living. You know, I've done some voiceovers here and there, but mostly Anthony and I have been in radio a long time. What you do is such a specialty and I'm just I'm so grateful that you're going to be reading my book Celebritocracy and I'm hoping that at the end of this interview that we have not changed your mind where you're going to be reading it going that bitch. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> well luckily no one can see my eye rolls when I'm alone in the booth narrating so no matter what I'm reading and thankfully hope you know hopefully my acting chops uh, come together enough that you can't tell if I'm rolling my eyes in a scene <laughs> or whatever. So. <laughs> my question is, when you read a book, do you pre-read the book before you go into the studio and read it into a mic? Oh, yes. I think uh, all the best narrators do that um, because sometimes that's what it takes to really dig into the author's passion, the story arc of the book, the arc of the characters, how they change throughout the book. 
and it helps um, inform you, especially when you're doing fiction, inform you what these char- who these characters are, because other characters will say or think things about your, you know, the main character, for example, if it's a first person POV, that will inform decisions that you make mm-hmm. acting wise. So, yeah, you really kind of have to. And then inevitably, if you're doing non you know, fiction, they'll say on page 257 that this actor goes back to his home country of Scotland and you're like, oh. Wait, what? Is he supposed to have a Scottish accent? <laughs> Thanks for telling me on page 252, you know? And then how, so. do, how do you handle dialogue? Are you like, um, so if you're from Africa, why are you white? Oh my God, Karen, you can't ask people why they're white. Like, I, I mean, do you do voices? I do. I do male and female voices, kids and old people, everything. That's one of the great things about this Um part of it is that I get to act all the characters. Whereas if you're a stage or on camera actor, you get typecast, right? Mm-hmm. right. I mean, we can get typecast with our voice to an extent, but we have that flexibility to be all of the characters and it's way more fun. Okay, so if you end up having to be like um, a 50-year-old guy from Liverpool, what, what does it sound like? <laughs> well, then I would have to call up uh, some of my dialect coaches and make sure I get the Liverpool accent exactly right. Oh, wow. You know, because I can do general Scottish, general British, but if we're going to drill down into specific uh, you know, areas, regions, then I'll be calling someone like uh, PJ Oakland out in California, Dr. Dialect himself. So, yeah. Dialect okay. coaching. So now, now you know right now why you're reading my book and I'm not. I don't even know there was a dialect coach. I didn't know there was. A, I didn't know you had to do any. Oh, there are many. Thank God. Wow. <laughs> PJ speaks, I think, like four or five languages. And there's dialect coaches that teach colleges here in the Midwest. Um, I know some at UIC that also do coaching. So, hmm. yeah. How much of the book do you read in one setting? Some of us, you know, if we're if we're unsure of how we sounded yesterday, how we ended the last chapter yesterday, we'll listen to a little bit of it, like a few minutes of it, just to sort of get in the muscle memory into the mode. Like, what was my tone in that last chapter? Mm. Uh, I try to end on chapters, but sometimes I'll stop in the middle of chapters and pick up. I'm pretty consistent, thankfully, so I'm able to pick up and hopefully no one will notice. <laughs> but yeah, we generally um, record about two to four finished hours a day but to get there because of breaks and you know mess ups and so forth you're recording all day so probably two and a half times that so four to eight hours a day we're speaking with terry schnellbelt she is a voiceover actor and act actor in general and she's going to be reading my book celebritocracy and i'm so <laughs> excited my book i'll tell you i mean i'm not going to ruin anything for you i don't want to give away anything i think you'll have fun reading it because it really moves it's not you're not going to be bogged down i don't think you're going to be bogged down in it like as i was going through it and reading it i was thinking mm-hmm. in my head what it would sound like um for for you or, or whoever was going to be reading it I, I had that in my mind um as as a listener oh, as, as somebody in radio, I mean, I think like a person in radio, mm. and I think like somebody. That's who, great because not a lot of authors do that. Uh, a yeah. lot of authors, the first time they've heard it out loud is when they hear the audiobook, you know, and they'll have a character named Jack, and they'll have a sentence, "Jack asked," and I'm like, oh. "Yeah, you might maybe want to <laughs> phrase that a little differently because I'm not yeah. going to say Jack asked." You know, that right. just sounds weird, right? <laughs> I'm going right. to say jackass, and it's your fault if that's... <laughs> Wait, so d- does that happen? I mean, do, do you read a book, and, like, as you're reading it, you find, like, something doesn't make sense, or it's terribly written, or there's something, like you just mentioned, like jackass. When yeah. you find that, do you say something? 
Um, not with Jack asked, but <laughs> um, if if there <laughs> if there are clear typos or um, you know something just doesn't make sense, I'll try to make sense of it and fix it on the fly. Um, and then the proofer that goes through it after me that listens to the whole book and follows along with the manuscript to double check that you know I you know caught all my mistakes and they'll probably catch some. Um, they'll, you know, make the determination, okay, the manuscript should be changed or they're just going to be like, we'll just leave it as is. it's fine. You know, if, if the manuscript is a, a little bit different from the voiceover, it's okay as long as it makes sense. Um, we try to be 100% accurate, but, you know, if it's a typo, then we try to fix it. Mm. <laughs> right. No, I mean, I, if you have ways to make the book sound better from a reading perspective, I, not that they would ask me. Just ad lib the do, whole thing. They do not Just, care what I have to right? say. Yeah. But yeah, we're, we're saying go off on tangents. Ad lib the whole. Exactly. There's a whole chapter on Kim Kardashian. You know, right. add your opinion on her. Maybe, you know, something you just read that morning you want to add or something she said on Instagram. You know, go for it. Yeah. If you get past the first paragraph and you don't like the rest of the book, just ad lib the whole thing and just send it in. <laughs> I'll just I'll just close it and be like, okay, y'all, here are the cliff notes, okay? <laughs> now, Terry, how did you discover that you had a talent for reading books? Were you like on a bus and you read, please give up the seat to the elderly? And somebody went, what that voice? Well, um, I started out doing voiceover um, about 13, 14, 15 years ago now, I forget. And um, then I started doing on camera. So I naturally have been doing voiceovers like commercials and industrials, like corporate videos. And I had a couple of friends who are also actors who started doing audiobooks. And I said, wait, what? I listen to audiobooks all the time. I mean, I've, I've been listening to them since they were on cassette tape, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, sign me up. I need to do that because that's totally within my wheelhouse. And I started and never looked back. How many books do you think you're going to read this month? Um, I already have it on my schedule. I can tell you. I usually do about one a week unless it's short. Sometimes I do co-narrations. So, uh, especially romance, sometimes they're list they're um sometimes uh half the chapters are written from the female's perspective and half are written from the guy's perspective, you know. Mm -hmm. And so they'll have two narrators. So sometimes those will be short, like I'll only do half. So I'm doing uh let's say one, two, three, four, five six six books this month wow <laughs> it's a busy God, that's month. a lot of reading are you like where's the audiobook for this <sighs> right so we joke about that some of the narrators were like if i could because we you know reading the whole book ahead of time obviously is part of our job especially with nonfiction, and if you have to look up names like how to say people's names and they're real people you don't want to mess that up mm -hmm. <laughs> so sometimes we'll have right. to do that research ahead of time and uh we're like Boy, I wish I could do this prep work, you know, listening to an audiobook in the car. <laughs> because that would be super helpful instead of having to read it and look it all up ourselves. Now, is your industry going through the same thing that uh, regular, I mean, I know voiceovers have already gone through this, but the book reading industry where celebrities are starting to get in on it. And so there's going to be less work because finally, like at some point, Julia Roberts was like, I want to read books. Yes and no. Uh, there are a certain number of celebrities that read books and they're great. The ones that do very well. Brian Cranston read his own book. It's fabulous. He does a great job. So many, you know, celebrities are do really well at that. But there are quite a few actors who it's their worst nightmare to sit in this kind of a booth mm. for eight hours a day. It's dark. You're alone with yourself. It's hours and hours. And it's like their worst nightmare to do that. So I'm happy to do it for them. 
Right. Oh, I love that. That's really cool. Do you edit your own audio yeah. or do you have somebody else edit it? The publisher or the producer does that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I started out on ACX.com, which is owned by Audible, which is owned by Amazon. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of like the wild, wild west. So then uh, when I started, I was doing the editing and mastering and proofing all myself, too, because um, it's mostly independent authors. But once I started working with publishers, they handle all that. It's great. This is my seventh book, and it's the one I'm the most proud of. And I'm I'm so excited that you're going to be reading it. We're speaking with Terry Schnaubelt. She is an amazing uh, voiceover person. I've listened to all your your uh, voiceover stuff on your website, and I just I'm so excited that you're going to be reading my book. And I just I think you're so talented and so fantastic. And I'm I'm beyond grateful that you agreed to do this. Thank you. I'm really looking forward to it. And so this is the first one that you're doing on audio in audio right have you done any of the other ones in audiobook form um that's a good question you know i uh used to be with simon and schuster and they made those decisions independently so there might have been an audiobook or two here and there that i wasn't part of <laughs> this is I have, I have a different deal now so now they actually uh-huh. pretend to ask me questions and i give them answers as if they truly care but um, you know before so it used to be um, I don't know much you know about the publishing world it used to be that they just they wrote you a check they took your book and then they danced off into the sunset and they did whatever they wanted with it (laughs) you know and if they you know if they if they sold it for the rights for literally anything they were kind enough to let you know but you no longer had the rights to it they basically bought you and bought your book so I don't know if any of them were audiobooks before I should go back and and take a look Um, but now in the new world you you participate. They they have more respect for authors now. You participate in nice. every aspect of it, um, and all the decision making and stuff like that. So um, yeah, it's I, I like this better, um, and I also and it's a different deal in terms of you know how you get paid rather than just them writing you a check and saying thanks bye. So here's the real question: Are you going to listen to it? Are you kidding me? Oh Every God, day. yes. <laughs> Every day. Is it going to be weird though? But aren't you going to be like, I know all that. I know how the story goes. I don't need to hear it all. <laughs> no, because I, I think like your interpretation will be different than mine. I'm, I'm kind of glad now that I think about it. I don't know what I was thinking, thinking I ever wanted to read my own book because I know in my head what happens and what I wanted to sound like. But I think your interpretation is going to bring something to it that I'll find things in my own book that I probably hadn't thought about before, you know, um, aspects of it that'll be emphasized. And I was like, yeah, that that is very important. I didn't realize. So I, I love think, that attitude. Uh, yeah. That is great because there's um, there's, you know, a lot of authors who are afraid and when they hear it differently, their reaction is sometimes, oh, yeah, that's not the voice I had in my head. You know, right. so it's sometimes it's hard when it's your baby, right. <laughs> you know, that you spent years possibly writing it and now you're handing it to someone else who's going to put their creative stamp on it. Right. And it may not sound exactly how you imagined, but your listeners are all going to have different ideas, too, or your readers are going to have different ideas on what, you know, the vampire's voice sounded like or, you know, the leading lady's voice sounded like. So it's all going to be different. <laughs> you are the professional. Right. So yes, I, 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 yes. my idea is like, you know what you're doing. So whatever, whatever you do with it is what it should sound like. And I'm excited <laughs> because I've been with Cooper for 11 years now doing this radio show and I have yet to read one of her books. So I'm happy that I'm actually going to kind of read one of her books because you're going to read it to me. Nice. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. What he usually does is so every time we do a book signing somewhere like wherever in the country, he shows mm-hmm. up and he gives out samples outside 
He stands outside with one copy of the book, tearing out pages and handing it to people as samples <laughs> of the That's book. And, I, and I'm not even joking. He loves doing that. Uh, we right. used to do a whole segment every time I had a book come out on the air. We used to do a whole segment where somebody would call with what page they wanted. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and then That's he would great. tear that page out and we would sign it and then send it to them. And I would read a piece of that page on the air in order to, you know, kind of promote the book. But right. so we still to this day, you know, after seven books, we have people that have been listening to the show for years that still have on their bulletin boards at home tacked up there a page from one of my books. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Terry Schnaubel, thank you so much for your time. It was so great to meet you. And then we'll talk to you again after you've read my book so you can tell me how it went and what you thought. And, uh, you know, look, if I, if you hated it, I'm, look, I'm not, I know I'm not for everyone. So if you hated it, I'd love to hear that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm not going to hate it, Cooper. <laughs>